0: Hello, and welcome back to the Christ Living Wife podcast. This is your host, Emily Stanton, and today I am joined by my sweet friend on Instagram. Her name is Emily. Her handle is Vessels of Mercy. I will have that uh, written out in the captions, and that way you can easily find her page and make sure you have all the spelling correct. So yeah, Emily, would you like to give a little introduction to yourself, uh, what your family is like, your page, side hustles, any of that?
1: Yeah, so my name's Emily. Um, I'm a wife and mama. who I'm married to my husband Benjamin for six and a half years now. Um, we were—I don't want to say high school sweethearts. I was sweet on him through high school. He—he um, <laughs> he didn't know. Um, but um, and then we have two little girls. We have Felicity, who is three, and Hope, who is five months. Uh, this year has just been absolutely flying by. It's crazy to think that like this time last year, I was pregnant with her and having morning sickness. Um, and she has spina bifida, so it has just been a wild ride. Um, but I talk a lot on my page, um, about homemaking. I, I love homemaking. I, um, like I look back and like my journey as a married woman and, um, just theologically, the Lord has done a huge work in my life, um, since I've been married, um, with my theological positions. Um, and I, I mean, I used to consider myself a Christian feminist, (laughs) um, and I, I am still learning, but the Lord has really brought me very far, So um, I talk about that a lot on my page, I talk about how much of a danger feminism is, um, that it's not just some sweet little innocent thing, you know, fighting for um, equality, you know, that a lot of people and myself included, I used to think that's all it was. Um, And, you know, talking about what is what does it mean to be a biblical wife and a biblical mother you know what is biblical femininity and womanhood um so i talk a lot about that i talk about theology and how important it is for women um and how honestly it's once my theology um got right <laughs> um for lack of a better term once I had solid theology. That is when everything else started to change for me. That's when, Mm -hmm. um, you know, submission became something beautiful when I stopped having a really rotten attitude about housework and um, towards my husband, because I, no one else knew. Um, For me, it was all heart attitude. Um, Even I was talking with Ben the other day and he was like, I had no idea (laughs) um, that So I I like to talk about that a lot and how submission is really a heart attitude. Um, But in sharing homemaking tips and um, in my stories, I love to talk about food and homemaking and making your home cozy, parenting, um, all sorts of, of stuff like that. Um, And I also, um, I share a lot about the wellness box. Um, I'm very passionate I used to work as a nurse. Um, so I'm very passionate about, um, health and non-toxic living, uh, living that crunchy lifestyle. So, Mm -hmm. um, all natural cleaning products. And, um, right now I'm, I'm been learning a lot about like tinctures and herbs and, um, Hmm. all natural medicines, stuff like that. So like using, I just discovered earthly. So I'm loving that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I, I feel like my page is a conglomeration of so much <laughs> stuff, but basically yeah. just um, a page for Christian homemakers. And I've really enjoyed the community that I've found and um, the friends I've made like you through there. And it, it's a fun time. I've always loved writing. So um, being able to do that. And I recently just started a podcast too, because you know Instagram only gives you so much so much so much space and I can be a
0: little verbose sometimes so you want to share your podcast podcast name so that way other people can find you as well
1: yes so it's the same handle as my instagram page it's the vessels of mercy podcast um and right now it's just available on spotify I haven't quite figured out how to get it on itunes yet um I kind of have an idea but right now it's just on spotify as vessels of mercy podcast
0: perfect but yeah, so for those of you who are listening and you have enjoyed content on Instagram regarding homemaking, growing in theology as a Christian woman, and the necessity for that, or if you are looking to get into clean products, clean um, essential oils, all of that good stuff, go ahead and head over to Emily's page and shoot her a message or give her a follow. Um, but to start into this episode, Today we're going to be discussing the homemaker's holiday spirit, which will be the title for this episode. I've been talking with Emily for some time now about wanting to do a podcast with her and she recently shared a post in regards to this topic of how often homemakers want to have everything perfect for the holidays, but what actually matters is what we're going to talk about today. But to start off, I am curious about something, Emily, because I know a lot of people have the rule to not decorate until the day (laughs) of Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving's still a week away. So I'm curious, when did you start decorating for Christmas? I think
1: it was honestly like the first weekend of November. It was November 4th or 5th, um, which actually is not the earliest my tree has been up. There have been other years where it was up in October, Um, but (laughs) trying to be a submissive wife my husband was like you you have to wait <laughs> till at least november this year so i think i think i put up like november 5th but it's been up
0: a, a while that's not, too bad. that's not too bad how about your daughters are they loving having some of the decorations up
1: oh they've uh well felicity has been asking since july to put up our <laughs> tree. um she which, up to her mom. <laughs> yes my husband was like you did this to her um <laughs> He knew though, he knew I was like this, um, before we even started dating. Um, I kind of had a reputation at church for being the crazy Christmas girl. Um, that's sweet though, but (laughs) well, I was like, Hey, it it can be endearing. Right. Um, but yeah, so she loves it. Our daughter hope has been loving the lights. Um, I, I know it is a very highly debated topic. Like (laughs) <laughs> Out of all the stuff I talk about on my page, who would have guessed that like listening early to Christmas music and having up my tree would be one of the more controversial things I talk about?
0: Uh, do you have all of your decorations up, or are you kind of that gal that sets up the tree and then in the weeks leading up to Christmas slowly adds things in?
1: I usually I put up the tree and I love to hang garlands up. Um, So, like, the tree and the garlands are up and the lights. And -hmm. then usually in the following weeks, um, I'm actually making our own Christmas stockings this year. Um, Oh, crocheting them? I'm not going to crochet them. Um, I'm going to do – I love, like, the old-fashioned – I've always loved, like, the Christmas um, on, like, Little Women, like the Little Women movies. So, I'm going to try and find, like, kind of vintage-looking – fabric and make mm-hmm. our own and then embroider our names on them. Aww. Um, so like, I'm going to make those and I like to set those up like around Thanksgiving time. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I also um, like to do orange garlands and decorate our house with that. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. usually like to wait for that. And then I have a keepsake nativity set that I got from my grandmother. And that I do like to wait. So like, there's a couple things I wait till Thanksgiving and then I put those up. Um, but most of, pretty much everything else though is out.
0: That's except fun. for
1: the outdoor. I, <laughs> I wait to do the outdoor. Not everyone has to know <laughs> that I'm like in yeah. full blown Christmas mode
0: um, that I usually wait till right after Thanksgiving as well. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun to have things leading up to continue the excitement going. So it's not a big hype and then a big drop. Right. Um, But so with that, so as I already shared, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up next week. And then we have Christmas. I think it's just seven weeks now, which is crazy how close that is. Um, But so when I say, just for those who are listening, I know we've already talked about this. When I mention the word holidays, I do mean both Thanksgiving and Christmas, but um, if it leans more to just talking about Christmas, I'm good with that too, because I feel like the expectations and the big hype is typically more about Christmas. I mean, you got some families that are pretty big about Thanksgiving and making sure that all day they're cooking and having the stuffing and having the turkey and stuff like that. But I feel like a lot of expectations come around Christmas. So when I say the word holidays, I'm kind of just meaning it as a whole, but if you touch more on Christmas, that's good. So to lead into my first question, um, why are holidays so important to you? And why do you think that the holidays are important to other people?
1: So for me, um, like I had a very close knit family growing up. Um, I was very blessed that like my mom's parents lived five minutes down the road and my dad's parents actually lived like two houses down from us. My cousins live next door. Um, so I saw my family a lot, but at Christmas, like the whole and, and Thanksgiving, like the whole family was together. Um, so just like lots of concentrated time, I feel like with family mm-hmm. um, and my mom always made Christmas feel special. Um, and, and Thanksgiving there was a lot of fun stuff to do I feel like there was a lot more time spent with friends um mm-hmm. just lots of fun activities um and we were homeschooled so we were able to do those things our church always had um in between Thanksgiving and Christmas a lunch for all of the widows and widowers at church and Aww. so all of the families who were able to um most of the families in our church were homeschooled would come and we would sing or uh, play instruments and basically like how this musical afternoon um, for all of them, you know, lots of Christmas parties, seeing family that maybe we didn't get to see as much. um, And, you know, just so much, so many good memories looking back. um, And now for me, Um, like as I got older and, you know, now that I have children, now I've really enjoyed making it like a very set aside time of year to really focus on what God has done, you know, so like for Thanksgiving, really setting aside time to, um, you know, focus on being thankful to the Lord for all he's done in the past year. And mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, focusing on his first coming and, you know, looking forward to his second coming. And I uh-huh. think I think a lot of Christians, you know, and non-Christians too would say similar things. Um, you know, there, there definitely is just like this excitement in the ear, ear um, mm-hmm. or in the air at Christmas time for sure. Um, I've always said, I think Christmas and Thanksgiving, like just the whole months of November and December seem to be like such romantic times. Like forget Valentine's day. I feel like it just, (laughs) it just seems so romantic. I don't know. Um, and you know, people, I think are generally more cheerful, joyful, um, maybe Mm -hmm. a little more stressed too, but there, there's just like this excitement in the air, um,
0: yeah.
1: And I mean, they, they've done studies that show that people who, you know, put up their tree early and listen to Christmas music tend to be happier. There's just like, I think this feeling of nostalgia that a lot of people <laughs> really love. Um, and, you know, family and coziness. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I like when you use the word concentrated in the beginning concentrated time with your family because I do think that that is something that hits home for me and probably others too that it's not just you know because you can gather with friends and family for a birthday or something like that but when it does come to Christmas it is that concentrated time to be very intentional and I wonder how much of it too is because it it is rooted in Christ's birth and so you Mm -hmm. want to Respect that you want to have the perspective of we're celebrating Christ. We're not just celebrating each other. And sometimes I do, I do worry about our country walking away from the Lord and Christmas then just becoming solely presents and lights. And not that those things are bad. I know there's some Christians who are against that, but I, I would completely beg to differ. You know, I think one reason why lights maybe became I don't know for a fact, but I'm guessing. Maybe one of the reasons why Christmas lights became a tradition is because we are celebrating the light of the world that came into the world, you know, and when it comes to the presents, it's we are giving because we have been given the greatest gift. So I, I liked how you had worded everything between the concentrated and the romanticizing and just celebrating, just focusing on the joy of the Lord. Um, But there, how you said also that there are also stress that comes with the holidays So what do you think are some common pitfalls that you see either yourself or other women slash homemakers fall into around the holidays? Uh,
1: Definitely losing sight of the fact that Thanksgiving and Christmas are, um, at least they should be rooted um, in focusing on Christ. Um, Lots of stress, um, especially, I never thought I was like type A. (laughs) you know, like a perfectionist until I got my own home and, you know, was dealing with the holidays. Um, You know, I think for me it's revealed a lot of the times that my priorities can be um, out of balance um, and uh, like envy too, I think can be something we struggle with, not just in, Oh, Oh, I want uh that, Um, something that I sometimes have to remind myself is, um, like in years past seeing, I love to give gifts. Like for me, I, I honestly, truly do not care if I get anything for Christmas. I mean, it's fun. Like it's nice to get gifts, but, um, for me, I just like, I get so much joy of giving, gifts to other people, like the excitement of, Oh, so-and-so would love this. I should get it for them. And, Mm -hmm. um, especially like for my daughters. Um, Mm -hmm. and there have been many times where I have, you know, felt envious or even like sometimes a little competitive, like, Oh, well, so-and-so was able to get this for their kids. And, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe feeling bad. Like, I wish I could get that for my kids. Um, and you know, trying to keep that in check. Um, and like, I'm not even sure if this would be the right term, but like gluttony, but not, well, yeah. With, in regards to food too. (laughs) Um, but, um, like being gluttonous in terms of, um, like wanting more, which I guess maybe that would fall more into being envious, but just, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes with all the commercialism that the world has really placed on Christmas, not that, you know, celebrating well is wrong. I do think there's something to be said for, um, you know, really celebrating well as Christians, but um, this constant, um, sometimes it's easy to get in the cycle of, you know, nothing is ever enough, um, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, decor or, you know, like, I, I love decorating my home for Christmas, but I had to remind myself when I was seeing everyone else buy that like viral home Depot tree, like I do not need a new tree that costs $400. Like <laughs> that would be um, an impulse. And you know, I can't afford that. Like, <laughs> especially for something that's only going to be up two months. Um, But yeah. falling into um, just, you know, being stressed too and Not being a nice person to be around, I think, is something that a lot, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I can fall into that um, during this season. It's just, you know, not being nice to be around.
0: So, Emily, when you were talking about that concentrated family time and the sweet memories that you have with your family and your mom and just having um, just that celebratory nostalgic kind of memories being made um would you say that maybe women aren't just envious of gifts and materials or decorations but maybe women get envious and try and create those nostalgic memories and those beautiful moments that that the moment itself becomes the focus rather than actually being present if you know what I'm saying
1: yeah absolutely um I I I think it's very easy to do and I think maybe more common too than we realize. Um, That was a realization I had um, because I was like trying so hard to create some of the same traditions and memories for my daughters that my mom had with us. And then I was getting frustrated (laughs) when they weren't like enjoying putting up um, maybe certain decorations or um, you know, not wanting to watch a Christmas movie while we put up this tree, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I looked back and for me, I was like, the reason my memories are so good is my mom wasn't forcing the memories or traditions mm-hmm. on us. You know, they mm-hmm. kind of happened naturally and they became traditions because, we enjoyed them so much in the moment that, you know, every year we'd, oh, let, let's listen to this CD again <laughs> while we put yeah. up the tree. Um, and that was one thing looking back that um, has really convicted me this year was, you know, it's easy to get frustrated, at least for me, when you want this perfect magazine-worthy tree and all of the ornaments are in one spot, (laughs) Um, (laughs) or, you know, you want your decor to look a certain way, or you want the cookies to be perfect, and, you know, be done quickly, but my mom didn't, like, she didn't care, (laughs) she, Mm -hmm. there were years where, like, all of the ornaments were right in the front of the tree, like, in literally one spot on the tree, (laughs) Um, she didn't care if, my brother and I wanted to do all the decorating ourselves, and, you know, wanted to change things up. And I mean, there were years where I'm sure people walked in and were like, oh, it looks like your kids decorated um, and yeah. it was because we did. Um, <laughs> and, you know, with everything, like my mom was just very relaxed and didn't get if she got stressed. I never knew. Um, and just. Let us have a good time. And um, I think that's one of the reasons why my memories are – I have such good memories of Christmas is because um, my mom made it so enjoyable and never made us feel like a bother or a burden um, at Christmas and Thanksgiving. She let us help cook. She let us, um, you know, do – not do whatever we wanted, but – she let us enjoy ourselves and let us be kids and Mm -hmm. um, never just, she never really got stressed about it.
0: Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it too is due to social media and everything you do in your home is typically displayed for everybody in the world to see, not just guests that are coming over. So there tends to be that pressure for homemakers and wives and women to have the perfect cookies because you're probably going to post it or have the perfect <laughs> cookies. It's probably going to be in the background of a video. You know what I mean? So Emily, what would you say are some ways we as women, as homemakers, as mothers can guard against these pitfalls? I think
1: that just remembering why, um, you know, what the purpose of the season is, you know, it. I know it sounds cliche, but like Jesus is the reason for, Um, the holiday season. Thanksgiving is about being thankful. (laughs) Um, And, you know, Christmas is a time that we set aside to celebrate the incarnation and um, look forward to Christ coming again. And for me, just remembering, you know, why, why are, why do we celebrate this holiday? And in the grand scheme of things, no one is going to remember um, what a beautiful table you set at Thanksgiving. No one's going to remember if the turkey was dry or I mean, they might remember if like you burn it black to a crisp, but everyone's going to (laughs) look back in like 10 years and laugh. Um, I, (laughs) when I was, it was the year before Ben and I started dating. So I was, I think, I was 18 or 19. Um, I I loved cooking. So I told my mom, I'm going to take care of Thanksgiving dinner. And we got a 26 pound turkey for just my parents, grandparents and siblings and I. So it was only like eight people. Um, and I had to wake up at <laughs> 2.30am <laughs> to put the turkey in. And then when we were getting it out, it was so heavy. I had to ask my dad to get it out and then we spilled turkey juice all over like the bottom so like but the, again those memories are because of the people and it, it was funny like no mm-hmm. one's going to look back and reminisce on like oh that was a good year that was a good turkey or you know or the tree looked really nice that year people look back and have fond memories of the memories made with people around you know, the table and by the tree and um, it, like, this is our second year <laughs> um, without my celebrating Christmas with my grandfather. Um, last year, he um, went home to be with the Lord. And, you know, when I, I think of all of the Christmases I spent with him, it's memories of him getting down and playing with us kids on the floor um, or, you know, him trying to rip off, you know, the skin of the turkey before, um, it was ready to be done and, you know, things matter because people matter and mm-hmm. trying not to get so caught up on the material things. And, um, you know, what, what does it matter if the house looks warm and cozy, but the atmosphere is icy because of my attitude. Um, and I feel like um, Nancy Wilson can said something about that. that. Um, hold on. Um, how, you know, some, sometimes you walk into a house and it looks inviting from the outside. And the minute you step in, like, there's just like this icy feeling mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can just tell that like five minutes before Mom was screaming at the kids to pick up or be quiet, and she was arguing with her husband. And, you know, that that isn't the legacy or the memories I want to leave for my kids and trying to remember um, that there, there are going to be times when we fail, um, but there's grace for that. And remembering that, though, just like there is grace for when we fail, because I think it's easy to focus on, well, if I fail, there's grace. There's grace and mercy, and that's true. But there's also grace and strength to not do it in the first place.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it's it's so much easier to take that grace and strength to just not go there from the get go. And and when we do slip and fail, um, to apologize and you know make make that better. And you know there is celebrating the holidays. Well, I think is a great thing to do as a Christian. Um, you, was it like last week, one of your other episodes, you talked about um, reasons, you know, for Christians to celebrate um, mm-hmm. and why Christians should celebrate well. But um, one thing I have had to remember is there are going to be different seasons where, um, Celebrating well might look a little different um, if and not, you know, I think we have to be honest with ourselves too, um, and not just do the bare minimum because we want to do the bare minimum. Um, but try, try to celebrate well, but also remember that, you know, if... If we are going to be stressed and grumpy about, um, you know, maybe going all out with decorations, maybe just scale back just a little bit this year. Like, know what you're capable of. Um, like, don't don't have a victim mentality. I guess. Like, don't be a martyr. Like, oh well, I need I need to do this, so I'm going to do it, but I'm going to have a bad attitude about it. <laughs> um, so you know that kind
0: of thing. Yes, yeah. I think that was all really, really good. But I don't really think I can have anything to add to that. Um, I think for to end out this podcast, would you like to share for just for the bucket, share one your favorite holiday recipe, and two, what are some ways you think women and mothers can help uh, create traditions in their own home?
1: So. Favorite holiday recipes are really, really hard because I have so many. Um, (laughs) So I'll do, as far as sweets go, um, this is not a clean eating, (laughs) healthy recipe. Um, I love, and this is the only time of year I I make this. It's my husband's favorite cookie, my dad's favorite cookie, and probably mine. Oreos dipped in melted andy's mints they taste like girl scouts thin mints, except 10 times better um they are so good like i have to that's probably the only reason we have them in the house at christmas is because they're so addictive (laughs) um but that's like my favorite sweet and then as far as like a normal food i just i love stuffing um another Highly debated topic, I guess, is is it stuffing? Is it dressing? Um, oh, but...
0: some people call stuffing dressing.
1: Yes, I've no, never no, no. heard that. It like dressing to me. That's something you put on salad. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's called that. Um, I call it stuffing, but that's my favorite, and my mom makes hers in the slow cooker, and it is. I that is that's the one funny. recipe. I cannot get right. No matter. I have tried it every year since I've been married, and it just it always turns out bad. Um, but my mom makes it, and it's supposed to be easy. So I don't know why. I don't know why I struggle. Um, but that, and I also have a really great recipe for mashed potatoes. That's like got heavy cream and two sticks of butter, and an eight ounce thing of cream cheese. So it's so fatty. Aww. but really good um so those are some of my go-tos
0: yeah that all those are honestly sincerely making me rather hungry right now (laughs) this all sounds really good um so then for the last thing what what are some ways you think that women can start making these holiday traditions in their own like if, if there's a new wife who's not grown up in a homemaking family, how would she start making those traditions?
1: Uh, for me, I I crowdsourced kind of in my family. I, I asked my husbands, like, what are my husbands? Oh, my word. What I only husband? have one. <laughs> um, I asked my husband, Ben. Um, I told him, I said, you know, I'd really love to have traditions that we can pass ta- down to our daughters. Um, you know, what are some different things? that would be fun and actually our favorite tradition is like there's some that we've he's carried from his parents and that I've carried over from my family but our favorite tradition is one that actually kind of happened by accident um so my family always watched It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve that's my favorite movie of all time um and We had, it was the first year we were married. We went to a candlelight Christmas Eve service at my parents' church. And when we came home, I, like, had the worst migraine. Like, it was so bad. I was in tears. And I, for whatever reason, like, I hadn't planned anything for dinner that night. Um, I don't know. I think we had been maybe planning on going out to eat with my parents, I just remember we got home and there was like nothing to eat (laughs) and I felt so sick. I didn't want to cook anything. Um, so Ben was like, Hey, we have some leftover stromboli in the freezer that I had made like two weeks before. And so we took it out of the freezer, reheated it. Um, and then watched it's a wonderful life. And we do that every single Christmas Eve. (laughs) I, I make it fresh. Um, but, and that's like our, that's kind of a non-negotiable for us. Everyone knows, like, don't invite Ben and Emily to a Christmas Eve party, um, unless like they can be home in time because we eat our stromboli and then we, um, we watch It's a Wonderful Life. We put Felicity and this year we'll put Hope to bed and then we stay up in presents, presence and that's, um, we've had so many people say that's like kind of a different, uh, tradition, but that it started because I was sick and we, though we love it and it's special to us. And usually like I'll set the table nice, um, and make a super fun dessert to eat. Um, so I think to like, don't like come up with traditions, um, and little keepsakes, but, remember that sometimes the best traditions happen, you know, just on their own Mm -hmm. and and that's okay. And it's totally okay to, um, start traditions and say, okay, I want to do this every year. Um, for instance, we ever, this started before my mom was born. My grandmother would bake Christmas cookies with her mom. And then she did it with her daughters and um, we still I still take my daughters to go bake Christmas cookies and decorate them with my grandmother. Oh um, so it, and it's something like we just I plan on doing now too. Um, so ask ask your husband, ask your, your kids, you know what are what are some fun traditions that also aren't going to stress you out? like traditions if if a tradition creates, you know, stress or you find yourself dreading it, then, you know, that's, it's okay to, you know, maybe say, eh, this might not be the best one to do. Um, and obvi- I think the best tradition is, I love our candlelight service at church. Um, and um, of course we read, um, I lost my train of thought. Is it Luke 2? We read the Christmas story. Yeah, yeah um, Luke two- yeah, <laughs> every uh, every Christmas morning, um, we read it. And then usually when we see Ben's parents, they read it um, and trying to come up also with traditions that um, really keep the focus on Christ, like an Advent calendar um, or stuff like that. Um, someone mm-hmm. was... Giving me they their tradition is doing something similar to Elf on the Shelf, um, but that is Christ focused. I think it's like a something with a shepherd that I think we're going to try this year.
0: Oh, um, that
1: sounds fun. Where, like, every night you move the shepherd and then he ends up at your little, like, nativity set on Christmas morning. Excuse
0: um. us. <laughs> that sounds really cute. I'm, I'm interested in looking into that after this episode. But yeah, those all were really great, and I loved the story of your Christmas Eve and how <laughs> it came about. Um, so yeah, so I hope for the listeners who gathered in today or not today gathered in to listen to this episode that they were uh, both encouraged and knowing that they are not alone when it comes to struggling with holiday stress, but that they also reached some practical advice on how to guard against it and how to create those memories and traditions with Christ-centered focus. So thank you, Emily, for joining me here today and for bearing with our tough, we difficulties. <laughs> um, and yeah, I look forward to publishing this so everyone can gather on in. For those who are listening, uh, please go ahead and follow me at christ Living wife and follow my friend at Russell's Mercy. Go ahead and subscribe to both of our podcast channels, and we hope you all had a great rest of your day. Uh, thanks for joining, Emily. Thanks so much for having me. Bye-bye.